This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 741. You're writing six conversations with IELTS examiners. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. Today is our final installment in our series of shows based on my talks with current IELTS examiners. Find out today about writing changes and why students mess up in task two. This podcast has helped thousands of people get the scores they need on IELTS. With two new free episodes every week, you get advice on everything IELTS, from idioms to academic vocabulary, grammar to pronunciation, and even test strategies for every part of the exam. Don't miss an episode. Hit follow right now. Hey, Lindsay, how you feeling today? Hey, I'm I'm good. I'm getting ready to get on a plane Sunday morning and go out to Denver and oh, cool. sunshine. Yeah, I'm excited, but I didn't realize that I had booked like the super cheap discount airline, like the Ryanair of oh, the gross. US Frontier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like Spirit Air lines. Yeah, it's the same, it's, right? Yeah. And I realized last night I was talking to someone, they're like, you booked a flight on that. I like, oh no. <laughs> James <laughs> and I James and I flew Spirit once. Cause yeah. I just to try it out, right? Like it's so yeah. attractively cheap. You're like, oh, I might as well try it. It's so cheap. It's cheap for a reason. Like oh, they no. charge you for everything, like a carry-on bag. Mm-hmm. You have to pay yeah. to like carry on your backpack. Yeah. Oh, for a carry-on too. Yeah. Okay, that's another that's another level. Yeah. So this <laughs> is gonna be interesting. I'm gonna get up at three in the morning on Sunday morning, make my way to Logan Airport, and then I'll be in Denver in the sunshine. So it'll be good. It'll be worth it. And you are heading to Canada yes. pretty soon. <gasps> I am waking up at three in the morning tomorrow. On Saturday. That's funny. We're both. And you woke up at three in the morning today, too. Oh, my gosh. What is it about three in the morning for us? It's the magic number. (laughs) Three is the magic number. That's a song, you guys. So, yeah, I'm waking up at three in the morning tomorrow. Ooh, it's going to be hectic. And then grabbing a 6 a.m. flight to Victoria, B.C. and Canada, taking my speaking exam. This is so funny. I'm a student now. Taking my speaking exam at 1.40 and then taking the computer-delivered IELTS from 2.30 to 5.30. And then I'm going to crash out at the hotel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so excited to hear about this experience. This is so interesting. You guys, yeah. Yeah. Our listeners know that you were an examiner for 14 years and you've been on every side teaching this, examining, and now you get to be on the student side. How exciting. It's so cool. I'm really excited. I'm going to be a little bit nervous for sure because I'm going to be like, oh crap, what if I don't get a nine? Like, (laughs) this is going to be, it's fun. It's fun. But I did spend some time yesterday going through the very few materials there are online about the computer version. And I've already started developing strategies specifically for this test, you guys. And it is 
different. Even the listening. I thought the listening was going to be more similar. It's not. There's different strategies, guys. So yeah, stay tuned because we are going to be the only ones that can bring you um, strategies for the computer version. Yeah, I'm so excited. That is going to be coming up later in the summer, guys. But you just know that we are going at it from a a very direct perspective by throwing ourselves into the exam to develop these strategies. I mean, I'm sure that very few textbooks, very few schools actually do anything like that. Oh, no. I remember the first IELTS job, teaching job I had, um, one of the like requirements was you had to take a test, but it was just like in the office. It was like a Cambridge practice test or whatever. And there were like other teachers around you. I don't even think I was timed. They just like, yeah. were just like, here, answer some questions. It's like, mm. okay. So yeah, I don't think a lot of teachers actually take the test. <laughs> no, I'm so excited to develop these strategies and, and see what we can offer our students because yeah, a lot more people are taking computer IELTS. It's yeah, becoming more tons. and more popular. And so we want to be able to serve you guys 100%. Totally. We are the best. Okay. (laughs) So, guys, today is the last um, episode in our series based on my conversations with current examiners from around the world. So, we're going to talk a little bit about um, some kind of worrisome changes in who's grading your writing today. Surprising. I was surprised. And then also um, some task two hints about what to avoid on your test. Okay, I am excited for this. So what is that worry? I mean, what's going on? Are there some shifts happening in terms of who's checking the writing? What's happening yeah. exactly? That's weird. Okay, so <laughs> um, like three or four years ago, now this is based on my conversations with examiners working in Asia, okay? okay. Um, and this is true. This is going to be true throughout China, throughout Taiwan, and I'm pretty sure the other um, countries in the continent as well. So um, IDP started farming out, that's a great phrase, started farming out the writing corrections like three or four years ago. That means that, so like usually, right, you go to the test center, you have a speaking test face-to-face with an examiner, and another examiner at that center will also grade your writing, okay? But now IDP takes your essays and sends them to another country. They send them to people who are still trained, um, but in like India, um, England sometimes, some Australia, they send your writings to other examiners that do not work full-time, okay? They mm. only grade essays. That's all they do. Um, and they send your essays to these people in other countries, which is weird. Be- like, the reason is that these people in other countries get paid less than the examiner in person, okay? So yes. IDP is saving money. Now, British Council saw that the business decision about saving money, and now British Council is doing that too, and they started doing this about a year and a half ago. So all this stuff that we've told you about how, you know, which examiners grade your writing, not always true anymore. Mm, interesting. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I, what does this mean for our students? I mean, we don't have any control over what these companies do, right? They make right. their own decisions as a business, but what can we do to make sure we are rock solid in our preparation and, and that it doesn't matter who grades the essay? What can we do? 
Exactly. It because it doesn't matter who grades your essays, guys. I mean, I even tried to find some something. I've tried I was like asking all these questions of people like, well, have you seen a drop in writing scores? Like, has this had any effect? You guys, it hasn't. Okay. No. People are still mostly getting sixes. Okay. Mm. I mean, that's like the quote. I think I've mentioned this before because I love it so much, but that was one of the quotes from my friend was like, No band is wider than a six. And I love this because it's so <laughs> true. Everybody mm. gets sixes. So guys, it doesn't matter who grades your essays. You still need to fulfill the requirements for a seven or higher or it's not going to happen. That means you have to prepare with an IELTS professional like our team who can tell you exactly what the examiner wants. Because it doesn't matter if the person is at home in India or at a test center in Shanghai. It doesn't matter. They're using, they have the same training. They're using the same descriptors. Okay. So they're giving you the same scores. Yeah. Yeah. That's the point, right? This is a standardized test. So there are standards that the examiners follow no matter where they are, where they're from, doesn't matter. They follow the the descriptors, but it is the Achilles heel. It's the ultimate Achilles heel, the writing test. And we see this over and over. And so what can we, what can we learn from this conversation that you had with this examiner, Jessica, about how to even, how to improve our scores beyond that six? Because as your friend says, no band is wider than a six. That's interesting. Yeah. It's so true. That's the evidence. It's really funny. I mean, you have to examine for many, many years to have this sense, to have this innate sense of the band scores. Five and six, pretty close. Six Mm. and seven, very far. If you're going to jump to a seven, it takes a lot of work. Okay. So what we're going to talk about now, as far as um, the task two stuff that's holding you back, guys, I can tell you like right away that all of these points are addressed by our templates and lessons in three keys. Every single one of these. Okay. So I'm just putting that out there because I'm proud of our material. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, our material is awesome. Guys, our writing module is, is very robust and it, yes. you know, it's long. It's a really good chunk of time you're going to put into it, but there's no wasted time. Everything you do is going to increase your score directly. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah. I mean, I know it's a lot of work. Yeah. But like I said, between six and seven, that's the widest jump. Right. Yeah, and there's yeah. no way you could get beyond that without work. Yeah. So um, let's go into what he says about task two. So, Lindsay, what's what's okay. that first point that he brought up? So he mentioned that a lot of students are making their intro too long. And it's even taking up half the essay. Oh, my gosh. Is that true? That, that- <laughs> yes, I have seen that. Whoa. Okay. And that makes it not clear. And it's also probably redundant and just not necessary. It's just not useful. Yeah, exactly. If you know me, you know that I value healthy eating. I always feel better when I eat well. That's why I think Factor is great for busy professionals who also value healthy food. Factor provides ready to eat meals right to your door. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Cost is an issue these days when it comes to buying food, but Factor is less expensive than takeout. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to factormeals.com slash B-A-E-E 50 and use code B-A-E-E 5-0 to get 50% off. That's code B-A-E-E 5-0 at F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash B-A-E-E 5-0 to get 50% off. Most of your score is based on the body. That's it. I just get that into your heads, you guys, because not only is it just too, too many words, it's wasting all this space. It's not helping your score. Um, it's lowering it, but I see a lot of students spending so much time worrying about the introduction. And again, like if your score isn't based on the introduction, don't waste your brain space on that part. Like just get a template like ours. I tell you exactly what to do in the introduction um, because it's all functional, right? Mm -hmm. It's just functional. That's it. You just have to accomplish these elements. Don't put too much thought in it, into it. It doesn't matter. Um, Like people are really trying to have these fancy first sentences. I don't care about your first sentence. You're not graded on that. I care about the body of your essay. So definitely, guys, just follow a template. Try to keep your introduction to four sentences. Like, that's it. Yeah, I like that. And then the next piece is that students are not linking correctly. Is that between the paragraphs or is that between the words or how how is that happening? How is yes, that manifesting? All of it. So um, guys, if you didn't listen to our um, last uh, task two advice episode, I'll put it in the blog post for um, for this one. What number is this, Lindsay? Oh, good question. I do not know what number this is, Jessica. (laughs) This is 741. So come back to the blog, guys, episode 741. I'll link back to that other um, episode we did. But so something that both of my friends told me was that they are seeing students who memorize a template, which again, guys, there's nothing wrong with doing that. You have to do that to get a high score. But Where it does hurt you is that you don't understand the words you're using. You memorize this phrase and you use Mm. it, but it's not appropriate. It doesn't, you're losing the meaning. Okay. Yeah. And then you're not uh, using good vocab around those template words. So that's where it hurts Mm. you. We talked, we talked about that more in detail on the last show, but. I mean, he said it as well. So this is how we know this is happening all over the world. Students are doing this all the time. So yes, you do need a template, but you need to understand what these transition phrases mean. Yeah. And I think it would be a good, good to share this example, right? This idea of saying more specifically when you're introducing something that's general, ah. right? A more general idea. I mean, that is a complete a uh, contradiction, right? Yes. Within one sentence, because more specifically would be going deeper into a more specific idea, right? Exactly. And this I is mean, the most common one. Like that's why I noted noted that down there because that is yeah. the most common misuse I see. Um, because I, I think students get that they're supposed to organize it in a certain way, right? First you say the number yeah. one reason is, and then you say more specifically, but then they're not sure like what those things mean. So guys, what I see a lot is students using that structure saying more specifically and then just sort of like rephrasing the reason again 
Yeah. That makes no sense. No sense. So that yeah. makes no sense at all. <laughs> but guys, um, I mean, our listeners will be too wise to do that because they're yeah, hearing this and they totally. know. And guys, it's so good that you're listening today. You're getting this insight. This is great. Yeah. Let's keep going. Let's keep all going. right. Yeah. So we have just a few more points for you here, guys. And again, this is awesome. It's a whole other examiner perspective than mine. It's great. So in his experience, because like full-time examiner, we're talking like all, uh, every day. He's like doing exams. So what he has seen IELTS doing in the past couple years a lot is using similar questions often, like task two questions often, but changing just one of those words to make it oh. different and mess oh. up students. So we know that IELTS is always asking you about um, technology is taking over. Will such and such change in the future? Will such and such disappear or be replaced in the future? So IELTS is using this idea a lot. And then they're just changing the one thing like okay. museums like will disappear. Or books. Or, exactly. Yeah. Libraries. Okay. Okay. That's exactly. well, I mean, but we can handle that. If we know that that's what's happening, then we know yes. how to prepare because it's the same question, right? It's yeah. the same question. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think, yeah, just the most important thing here is just to focus on the question because what, the, why this is important is because students will prepare tons. They'll write 50 essays, you know, and then mm. they read the question too quickly and they think, yeah. oh, this looks exactly like the one I practiced last week and they think they know what it is and then they start writing. Oh no. Don't do that. Yeah. Just focus on the question first. Give yourself time to read that carefully. Yes. Such good advice. I love it. I love it. And and anything else? I think there are a couple other things like students maybe not supporting their opinions. That sounds like a classic mistake. <gasps> classic six. Classic <laughs> band classic, six. Classic six. <laughs> I love saying that. I've started to use that with James. He's old enough to have classics now. So if he does fall <laughs> off his skateboard again, I'm like, ah, classic James. Okay. So yeah, I mean, happens all the time, guys, right? But you yes. gotta know that so so much of your score depends on you giving specific support. And still, my examiner friends from around the world are saying, nobody's doing this. So just remember, very important. Every body paragraph, you need very specific examples and details. Yeah. What about in the conclusion? No examples and details in the conclusion, guys. Do not give anything specific there, just like mm -hmm. the introduction. It's very general. But here's the thing. A lot of students are doing this. They are waiting until the conclusion to give their opinion. Guys, oh, if you no. do that, band six, the examiner has to see your personal position. Doesn't matter what kind of essay, okay? <laughs> Don't mix this up with essay type. Even problem solution. I have to see your position throughout the essay to give you a seven or higher for task. Yeah, that sounds like somewhere that someone might be taking that from their writing style in school, right? Giving an yes. opinion to kind of finish off the essay. That sounds like something right. I would have done maybe in college or high totally. school. So there's a hangover we have here from academia. And don't confuse that with an academic writing task to essay, right? Completely just, different. Yeah. And just bad advice. I've actually yes. had personal coach students or people in our Facebook groups be like, I saw this other IELTS advice on this other place. And they said, mm -hmm. Only give the opinion in the conclusion. I was like, ugh, 
Oh. Why? Yeah, there's so <laughs> much bad advice out there. I mean, that's why we like you guys, you should take the next step right here, right with us at All Ears English. And Jessica, I think we can let our listeners know about this fun little quiz that we have available. What do you think? Yes, for sure. So hope I think by now, guys, you know that we know what we're talking about. We yes. are professionals in both language teaching and test preparation. So all of our experience has been put into this amazing quiz. Guys, yes. you can go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score and take a short, fun quiz. And based on your answers, we can tell you what you would get on IELTS tomorrow. Okay. Yes. So definitely take this quiz, guys. And it doesn't stop there. I mean, you also get amazing resources based exactly at the level you get on your responses. Yes. Exactly. And once we know what you would get tomorrow, guys, then we can let you know. You can go ahead and take the next step, get into a free starter class and learn what your, I love this term, by the way, score killers, right? Uh, what yes. your score killers would be, right? What are the common mistakes for your exact level? And we can show you guys exactly what those are. So stick with us, go ahead and get started. Take that next yes. step, guys, because there's really no other place you need to go. We have everything you need right here. And you guys, it's free. Okay. The quiz yeah. is free. And yeah. then you get all these resources. It's amazing. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to see what you guys get and how yes. you do. And this is, this is a brand new thing. We're so excited to introduce this and, and see how so it goes rad. for you guys. So yeah. let us know. Come over, go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score and take the quiz. See how so you do fun. tomorrow. So <laughs> all right, okay. Lindsay. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, good episode. I'll talk good, to you soon. Good Jessica, take okay. care. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. 
Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.